Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. I hope that you are doing well. So usually the second episode of the week is generally a review for any midweek fixtures or a preview for the weekend one. But seeing as how the match against Ajax uh, hasn't started yet, I thought to myself, you know, I, this interview was so enjoyable, so good that I can't wait another 24 hours to release it. So I am very excited now to welcome on a very special guest. It is the father of Roma's Brian Reynolds, Brian Reynolds Sr. So Brian, first off, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming on. Let me start off by asking how you're doing. We're approaching roughly, give or take, 90 days since Brian completed his move to Roma. But this was a two or three months long negotiation between all of the clubs involved. Of course, we will get into that. But uh, have you gotten your rest? Are your feet back underneath you? Are you doing okay? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I, I'm doing great. So I think the first place we have to start is no further than just a couple of days ago. Beyond how proud you must have been for your son to make his European debut from the start, I know that there is no more uh, harsher of a critic than somebody's parents. So while you may have been proud, I, I, I have a feeling that you judged him probably a bit more honestly than anybody else may have. So come on, give, give us the grade. Most of the newspapers gave him a six, six and a half, which is, which is a good rating. But come on, uh, what, what's the parent rating for how he did Sunday? <laughs> you know, the parent rating, um, I, I would say maybe a, a five because we know what he's capable of doing, but also we take into consideration is uh, he hadn't played in three months uh, right. since uh, the MLS season uh, playoff. Uh, he had COVID and he had to travel back uh, to get his work visa. So that took time. And so we kind of understand that, uh, you know, I kind of gave it a, you know, I gave him a, a, a pink slip or a pass to <laughs> say, okay, uh, give you a five now. But I was, we were still very, as a, as a parent, still very proud of him just to, Step on the uh, on the uh, CIA field, mm. uh, and because uh, you would say a year ago he was, he wasn't he he was not even playing at this time, so uh, we it was very it was very positive. Of course, as a as a father and a critic and coached him, you 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 want more, uh, but you have to understand the circumstances and stuff. Just going back to Sunday, though, very quickly, could you share with everybody, if you don't mind, the anecdote that you were telling me beforehand of what Brian told you following the match when uh, he made his debut, Roma de Tepipolonia 1-0? I, I did find it pr pretty interesting. It's, it's 
kind of crazy, just kind of how, you know, that's what I, that, that quote Brian did. And I he, and he told me this. It's funny. He just told me that after the game, MLS is a different sport. He didn't say a different game. <laughs> he said MLS is a different sport. He said it ain't compared to none of this. That he said the shit where this is a whole nother ball game. Yeah. Like MLS is a whole new sport. <laughs> he said, I don't, it ain't even compared to this shit. He just laughed at all of his life. It's so funny. Was, I couldn't use that on the one day, but I just said, he was just something else. But that was his side where he was like, the MLS is another sport. You know, but that was the, but that was the challenge. Definitely. And, and I also think too, and again, this is something you and I discussed beforehand, but it's almost like, Brian has the added challenge of coming in here where not a lot of Italians probably had the opportunity to watch him when he was at Dallas. But something you have stressed to me is that your son isn't afraid of these challenges. He's willing to embrace them. Just look at the fact that he was willing to move abroad and to Italy so so early, so quickly in his career. And that's something that I think, especially for this city, it's a very particular city, that, that the supporters embrace this sort of attitude. And that's something that you want people to know, that this is Brian. Brian does not shy away from these sorts of challenges. Yeah, you know, letting the people know also like in in, in Roma and Italy, like this guy he, he's only been playing fullback for two years. So he he's jumped from switching positions to this and that's why, you know, I, I think it was kinda of important that the Roma people know, like, he hasn't been doing this for long and where he's come from in two years of running a whole different position at the pro level. It's it's crazy. That is crazy, but I would say it's not as crazy as you having another son who plays professional football in the Dallas area, and that is your other son, Ty, who is Brian's younger brother. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot because they always say that the younger sibling in sport tends to thrive ahead of the older sibling. Now, Brian has done pretty well, I would say, by all accounts. He's already at Roma at the age of 19. So what I'm asking you here, throw one of them under the bus. <laughs> Come on, Ty's better, right? Dude, I, you know, I was, the younger one can always be better, uh, but those guys are in such uh, good competition with each other. They they love each other. Uh, like the Brian always calls Ty, and you know Ty calls him. The, 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 he's watched what Brian has went through. Uh, everything Brian's went through from not playing to all of a sudden playing 13 games and then making a move to right, just which which is was so great. And the younger brother wants more than him. The younger mm. brother always wants to outdo the older exactly. one. Exactly. You know, so they have a, they have a friendly competition. You know, they they work hard together because you know it's like who's better. The young one always is gonna want to be better than the older one, but only. For me, only time will tell, but you want both of them. Maybe both of them will be playing in a, one day instead of hey, but they'll probably play for different teams. So mm. they do play the same position now. Interesting. Did he have a favorite player growing up? He was a more like, uh, he, he loved Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, everybody mm. has the debate between Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. But <laughs> I think as he got older, you know, and the people that have known soccer know they're, just, they're two different players. Right. They're, they're two great players in this era, but they're two different players. You know, Messi was the guy, was the, the kids that followed him would be the ones that under, you know, under 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, the shorter ones. Is that, that's the one thing beautiful about soccer. It doesn't matter, you know, what size you are or, you know, it, you can play. That right. guy's one of the best players in the world, being that short, but he showed his skills and stuff like that. Ronaldo was the person kind of like Brian 
an athletic person is that you think the more athletic people don't have skills. He was that athletic player that was so athletic, but he was extremely skilled. And so Brian, because when you look at Brian's size, that's what he that's who he gravitated to because Cristiano Ronaldo was a player that was super athletic, but had tremendous skill. And that's what you want as a player is to be for you don't for athletes. You don't want to be an athlete playing soccer. You want to be a soccer player that's an athlete, and that's what we push for. Brian is be a soccer for soccer player first, then an athlete. That's mm. kind of how we wanted to develop them. Ah, so you mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo. That is an ideal segue. Yeah, so let's talk about January. So after months of negotiations, Brian ultimately joins Roma. And this was after drawing interest also from Juve, Bruges. Can you give us a little bit of background on the deal? What was that like? Right, right. You know, because my role, my role as just one of his representatives is that I have, I had other agents that are licensed in Europe to work with him. But I just kind of oversaw it. It's just like, okay, this right. I had a better idea of what Brian wanted, and I also had a little bit of idea of what the numbers were going to be. But guys that work in Europe, that done European contract, they know. So you have to have a combination. You know, a lot of people look at, you know, it's more of a staff. It's more of a work together. Is that guys working together with what Brian wants and how Brian thinks into what other teams are going to do with him. So you need a combination of uh, quite a few. Um, but it, it kind of came down to what we like with Aventus. Um, the, I guess the determining factor was Brian wanted to go to a team immediately and stay. Mm. When he would go to Aventus, he would have to go to Benvenuto first and then play there. They could have kept him there. You don't know how long they were going to keep him there. But Aventus was very interested in when he was ready, he was going to Aventus. And they had, I think Aventus had uh every attention to play Brian quickly. Uh, they felt like, you know, we learned in Italian is that the younger players in Europe are thrown into the fire quicker than MLS, and that's how they develop faster. But I think the one of the main things between the two is that Brian wanted to go straight to a team. He didn't want to go on loan, learn that, and then have to leave and then go back to Turin. Uh, mm-hmm. But Roma gave him a, just a straight shot. They had the EU spot. He loved it. And and it was just he wanted to be in one place. He didn't want to pick up and leave and then have to go learn a whole nother system and everything else when he could just go to Roma and go straight in, go to another established program right. and just stay there. And he knows he's going to be there the whole time. And he, he's a smart kid. He's, you know, I mean, it's hard to turn down Aventus because right. to us in America, Aventus is Aventus. That, that's all you have to say. Well, right. Aventus is Aventus. I mean, what do you say? <laughs> yeah. yeah what, what do you say? Right. And, and we did sort of touch upon this earlier, but was it at all a concern to you from a father's perspective? Was it a concern to Brian from a player perspective where you don't often see American players, especially for their first move abroad, Serie does not tend to be the first stop. Was that at all a concern to either of you or was your thinking, you know what, we are going to forge our own path. We are going to worry about us and we don't care what has happened previously with other players. What was the mindset there? Yeah, you know, and and then, you know, in the position he played, um, the Italian league and the, the Italian national team and their whole fasana is very sound defensively. Since Brian has just now became a defender, 
this is the aspect of his game we felt like he can always go forward, but he can always become a better defender. Mm. And, man, what better place to become a better defender than the Italian league right. because of the way they do things. They, they're very structured. It's, 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 it's a lot of thinking. Like after that game, he was just like, I'm mentally tired. And he's never said that to a point. He's like, Dad, I'm mentally tired. <laughs> and that was just in that game were the movement, the defensive assignments. And it, it, it was it was challenging, but that's why we as a team and he chose. It's just he, that part of his game, he can always go forward, but learning to be a world-class defender, I mean, what better place to do it than the Italian league? Yeah. It's, 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 it's for his development. Italy is the perfect place for, at this time, for his development. It's, 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 it's a perfect place. Mm. It's, a, it's a match. For, for us because he's still developing. I think people don't understand he's 19 years old. We're still about what's best for his development. And, you know, and Italy, I mean, I think we, Bruges was a been, a lot of people was like, even a national team without, the U.S. national team thought Bruges was the best place because they wanted him to keep playing. But Brian's like, mm, a little bit more challenge. I'm not going to get on the field as quickly as I would have got on the field at Bruges in, in, in the Belgium League. The Italian league is going to take me a second to get on the field, to learn everything. It was just a little bit more challenging for him. He knew what he was getting into. He knew there's going to be, there's going to be some ups and downs, there's going to be a lot of downs. But at the same time, he knew that for him to be the best player he could be and learn the defensive side of the game, which he needed to learn, was to play in Italy. Hmm. It, it, was to, it was to play in the Italian league. That's so great. That was kind of our decision-making. Very interesting. So I would be curious to hear your opinion on this. So I, I already told you, I, I know nothing about American football, even though I, I do spend quite a bit of time in the United States. I'm Italian. I have, I can count on one hand the number of minutes of an MLS match or a United States men's national team match that, that I have viewed. So I am very ignorant when it comes to the background and the history of football in America. But again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but from my perspective, an outside view, the impression I get is that the United States is now producing talents on a much quicker and greater greater scale than ever before. I don't know if that's an exaggeration or not, but from your perspective, you have two sons who are professional footballers, one of whom just made a move abroad at 19 to a huge club. I would love to hear your opinion on this. Is this simply the result of the United States simply dedicating more resources to football? Is this the result of better youth academies? I would be very curious to hear your take on this because it is very interesting. Well, you know, I haven't, you know, I haven't, I haven't played. Um, you know, I played for my U17 national team, U17, and being through the development of American soccer is uh, American soccer has always been. We've always been good because we've been athletic. We've always been good between the 12 and 16. You know, we'll play against the European teams and we pretty much beat European teams that mm -hmm. day. The development between 17 and 21, 22 is where we just, we, we fall behind. Either we lack, uh, I would just say there be, there are so many more other things to do in America at that time. The kids get kind of sidetracked and everything. And, and the player mind starts to not fully concentrate on the game because mm. they've been kind of getting away with just halfway, uh, really thinking the game. 
and then I think in our academies, and I've, I've seen this and I've noticed people ask, actually ask me what's the difference between, I've been asked that question before, is the academy. These kids, so my, my younger one is still in the, younger one is still in the academy getting ready to push to the level, but they practice, they only get one day off or sometimes no days off. This was the difference in American soccer because our, our kids at 13 and 14 years old now and 12 and 11, are playing every day now. Mm. They're practicing six to six to seven times a week, and that me playing when I was younger at a high level national team, we only practice that way when you're on national team. National team is the only team that practices twice a day, uh, and 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 every day. If you weren't on that, without do our clubs, you only maybe you'd be lucky to practice three times a week at the most with games. Now these kids in these academies at 12 and 13, these guys are going every day. They're mm. going every day with one day out. And it's just like in Europe, they're playing more now. So right. when our American kids go over there, they, they're they acclimated because they play every day just like the Europeans. They, they play every day. So that was the difference between everybody. I think was the difference how, how the American players were, were playing more, were practicing more. We, we were, I mean, like my son's in, in academy. I mean, they they get one day off if that, mm. and it's just soccer, 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 and that's that's been the difference in the more the America. And we have good academies now. We have good the coaches are getting better, but the kids are, are the kids are playing every day, and you do something every day consistently, you're eventually going to get better at it. Right. And that's what American soccer is doing now. Is that these kids are playing every day, practicing every day, and eventually. They're going to get better, and that's where we at. We're we're getting better because the kids are getting the kids are playing every day now. They're yeah. playing every day. All right, last question. So, if you could tell Roma supporters one thing that maybe they haven't read or learned about Brian yet, what would that be? Well, you know, I, I think one is that he's a he's a quick learner, mm. and he's a hard worker. He's a he's a hard worker. Uh, Americans that I do Americans, especially the American soccer players, because they're not from Europe, they have to work harder. Right. Like when he goes over there, he knows that he has to do him to keep up. You have to have a, you have to have the, 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 the we're about to continue to work hard. And that's one thing he's working hard. He's a hard worker because to get him to get on the field this quickly in Italy is a test of what he's doing in practice. He's there in Roma. The coaching staff and, and, and the GM, he's on schedule. They believe he's on schedule. Might I, you know, just in the play, be like, whoa, what do we see? Is that there's going, it's, it's, it's going to take time. But the one thing is that he's a hard worker and he catches on quickly. You can see mm. where he's been in two years from not playing a position and then the move and that half of the Italian club won't like him and wanted him. You can see, um, you know, what, what's the like of him because he's a, he's a hard worker and he's, he's what we would call an American athlete. He's, he's 6'3 and he's, he hadn't even kind of grown into his body. Right. Uh, you, you see him at 21, 22. He, he's, he's going to look like a, what we say, an American truck, but he's going to be <laughs> one with skill. So, so he is, that's the one thing we want people to know is just in time, he's going to get there just because he works hard. That's why we know he's going to get there and he's going to be able to, uh, to contribute to just to contribute to Roma and Italian football. Well, I know Brian's arrival has excited a lot of Roma supporters, especially, of course, the American ones. I am glad that Brian is at the club because I think it was nice to see the shift in mentality 
instead of going for the, the, the late 20-something, early 30-something player and giving them enormous wages and overpaying, Roma decided to bring in a young player. They decided to give him time, allow him to settle, be patient with him, and give him opportunities early on in his tenure at the club. So I'm excited for him. I'm excited for you. I can only imagine from a father's perspective how just thrilling it must be to watch your son playing at the very top of professional football. It must be an absolute thrill. So we will absolutely have to do this again. You exude passion, and this is without question. I'm not just saying this, but this is easily within the top 10 interviews I've ever done. When you can have these very, very open, free-flowing conversations, it always makes for more interesting listening. And I learned a lot. Again, like most of the Italians, I did not know anything really about Brian before he landed, or I should say before uh, learning that talks had opened for him with Roma uh, in late November. So I can't wait to see what the future holds for him, Roma. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to you. And uh, just promise me though, you you have to, if, if Ty, Brian's younger brother, if Ty does have an ascension anywhere near Brian's, you have to promise me that, that Roma get first right of refusal. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, I don't want you to get in trouble with anybody. But we will do this again. Thank you so much, Brian. This has been great. 